be the weird one. As in, right when you walk into a classroom, in college even, most of the time people, right, just sit there and it's like awkward silence. But be the weird one that like disrupts the silence and just says, right, first easy question that works every time. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> Hi, I'm Eden. I'm Sam. And this is Ruby the Podcast. We are a community of young women seeking answers to the hard questions and discovering what it means to cultivate our purpose. So join us as we interview world-changing entrepreneurs, creatives, and industry experts. All here to share the wisdom we need for living the Ruby lifestyle, one of authenticity, wonder, and intention. So take a breath, settle in, and get ready to discover who you were made to be. We are so grateful you're here. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> Taylor's in the intro with us today and on the podcast with us today. And we're so excited. We had so much fun trying to start the intro like three different times. That was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i feel like it happens every time but i know it's just are. it's so funny it's so funny <laughs> it's back to school time for us it's back to school season we are starting Ooh. next week which is insane um but here we are ready for another year are you guys like ready or are you like no or in between um, I feel like last year when the school year ended, I was like, I'm never going to be ready to go back. Yeah. Because it was just such a weird year. And I think I'm more ready than I thought I would be. Mm. But I'm also, like, behind on so much summer homework that I haven't mm. finished. So that just gives me anxiety about it. But, me too. Me too. You know. <laughs> also behind. This is your last happens. chance before your no procrastination goal. I know. <laughs> it's hard in the summer, though. I know. Oh, Feel it. Hard. Oh, my. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugh. But this is the first episode in a three-part series where we're going to be talking about back-to-school things, and we're excited because this one's going to be about having social interactions and making connections with people and connections with teachers and having conversations and all of the things that those kind of embody and we're really excited to talk about it with Taylor because she can share her experience um, from her high school life and just some really good input for us to um, start doing with our lives and with our school year so we're really excited and we'll see you on the other side back to school season brings up the conversation of having conversations with Mm. other people with other people because you're in an environment surrounded by people every day for a whole year mm-hmm. and you're kind of forced to interact with people your age with people who are teaching you with people who are there to make the school environment a better place and then when you're at home with your family and with your parents and it's just a whole season of talking with other people mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about our best tips for that because to be honest it's been a struggle for us in the past and we're still learning 
how to really deeply connect with other people because that is something our heart really does want but it can get hard when we get stuck in the idea of it being awkward mm-hmm. so I feel like there's just a wide variety of different age groups in high school also and so it's hard to know how to have conversations with each one I mean there's like a range of freshmen to like adult age so it's hard to like how do you talk to your teachers do you talk to them the same way you talk to your friends you talk to them in a different way and how do you talk to people you're not super close with the person you're Mm -hmm. forced to sit next to how do you have those conversations because it can be so easy to literally just sit there and go on your phone and completely ignore and pretend like you're not there for sure but that's not you know what creates the relationships so it's just so hard because you don't want to repeat questions. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. There's just so many different ways to have conversations, like different ways to go at it. Mm-hmm. And when I think, yeah, go ahead. when I think about this this topic, the first thing that comes to mind is Taylor telling us that she her her greatest advice is for um, when you go into a new setting like that to be the annoying person who's like, "Hi, I'm Eden," yeah. and then really going off of that. So Taylor, can you just just tell us how you were talking about that with your sister and your advice. Yes. Well, I always have told my sister or when she went to college for the first time, I said, be the weird one. As in right when you walk into a classroom in college, even most of the time people, right, just sit there and it's like awkward silence, but be the weird one that like disrupts the silence and just says, right. First easy question that works every time. Hi, what's your name? Uh-huh. <laughs> Simple, but really gets you somewhere. And then honestly, you can have a couple other ones in your back pocket. So where are you from? Or what do you do? Or I even get weirder and like really just go deep right away and say like, so what are you passionate about? And it throws people off. And some people might think you're weird, but the right people won't think you're weird and they'll actually feel really loved by you and really intrigued by you. And it's really important. So yes, that's all about being the weird one. And it has changed not only just my personal relationships, but in like my career as well. Like as an entrepreneur, everything that I do is based off relationships. And so the skills that I've taken, I've done in high school and college to today in the workplace throughout my career is what helps me. And I don't know if you've heard the term, like your net worth equals your net work. And so in the future, if you want to make money and I know your parents probably tell you all the time, like it's who, you know, but it really is who, you know, even if you're not an entrepreneur one day, but how you get a job, a lot of the times it's through who, you know, and you might think like, Oh, like, in high school, it doesn't matter, but I've reconnected with people from high school that I wasn't friends with, but because like there was a good reputation that we perceived of each other, like we're able to do work together now, mm. or they recommend me to other people or vice versa. So I'll say, be the weird one. It's going to pay off in the moment, probably, and in the long run. I feel like there's mm. A fear of branching out beyond like your friend group if that makes sense like there I don't know like we kind of talked about this in the past with other people and um, other episodes but it's okay to have friends from different groups of people and to not just be a part of one 
circle, if that makes sense, one mm-hmm. type of people. Yeah. Like, especially if you're involved in different things, you're going to have different friends who are have different interests, and that is so beautiful, and that's so cool to see because those people are going to go do a wide variety of things with their future, mm-hmm. and you get to see that, and you get to see, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to be a detective. That's the coolest thing ever. Or, oh, my gosh, they're going to go into a lot. Like, there's so many different things that people with different interests go into, and I think that it really opens your eyes to different opportunities that you have then for yourself because there's so many different people with different interests that are influencing you. I don't know. I just think that is something that I'm trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so what would you say the fear is, for both of you at least, for breaking out of your normal social circles? I think in the past how we've talked about just the stereotypes Mm -hmm. and I think it's definitely gotten better for me like I'm really not afraid to go up to people who are said to be whatever fill in the blank but Mm -hmm. I think now as I'm entering my senior year something that a lot of people have told me is that at this point in high school everyone has kind of dropped the idea of a clique Mm. and everyone Mm -hmm. is more open into accepting other people because in the past it's really hard because everyone has their set group of friends it's almost like there's not room for you to join that Mm. circle as well and it feels like when you're in a conversation with them a lot of the times like two people will be like yeah remember when we remember remember Mm. remember and you're like oh my gosh okay I guess I'm just not part of those memories so is it worth it for me to be part of it now like that sort of it people it's easy to push people out of those talks those conversations like even with Sam and I when we're with other people I think we both kind of just know it's not really the best for us to just be talking about our own selves like one really great tip for conversation is turning it to the other person because Mm. people really do like to talk about themselves and like what they're passionate about yes and so when you're in a situation where you feel like maybe this is my group but I want to invite someone else in to be part of it you really you can ask them about themselves ask them about their friends and then I think over time it naturally just like you become one big group I mean it it's it's Mm -hmm. less separate than Mm -hmm. what you've seen in the past but that fear I think really is rooted in just the idea of people wanting to have their group of people that they're not going to lose Mm. and then being scared to Um, like disrupt that and really break Mm -hmm. the social norm yeah people are comfortable Mm -hmm. and they they don't want to seek discomfort or or be uncomfortable I think a big fear for me at least while I was learning how to have conversations was that it was going to be awkward like I I mean I feel Mm -hmm. like everyone everyone thinks that you always hear oh that was so awkward that's just the thing that people in high school are always constantly thinking about at least I am And so just kind of, I mean, we've talked about this too, but being able to have quiet moments or moments of awkwardness because it's something to laugh about, it's something to talk about, or, and because you're in a similar environment, you're able to connect more because you have things to talk about, like, oh my gosh, this language arts homework is just so difficult, Mm -hmm. or you have something to connect Mm -hmm. on, and you can use that to your advantage too, so there are ways definitely to kind of embrace where you are at that time with that person but I do think you can't be afraid of the awkward because it's kind of inevitable I think as you're forming a relationship with someone when you're Mm -hmm. not 
super close and can't just be able to talk about whatever whenever you know as you're forming those connections there's going to be awkward moments but embracing those and using different tools and then you can form like a relationship and I think that's really Mm -hmm. awesome I think also like going into situations where you're going to talk to someone who may intimidate you is it's important to really hold on to your values and Mm. your self-worth because a lot of times I I will go to talk someone that I'm talk to someone that I'm kind of like scared of to be honest and um I can feel myself kind of shrink down and Mm. feel small especially next to them um just like mentally like I feel like maybe what I've done isn't cool in their eyes or isn't like worth worth even talking about like Mm -hmm. because it feels like you kind of need to focus on how the other person is intimidating like you need to talk about what they want to talk about but I think when you go into a situation and you are holding on to your self-worth and you feel confident and you feel like you have something that's worth the space to offer I think that can really allow for deeper conversation as well yeah that's a great skill to have for ever I think like Taylor I f- you were gonna say something but I feel like that's something that you can hold with you for the rest of your life yeah absolutely and I feel like in everything that you guys were saying like I kept thinking like fear separates always love brings together and so that's in you kind of what you were saying Eden when you are putting someone else on a pedestal they honestly might be doing it to you also Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you're functioning out of fear and so then it's your job as a human to say hmm where's this story coming from I'm separating in my mind right now what do I need to do to belong back to myself again because right that's what you're all saying too within different groups forming right because we're all as humans on a search for safety and belonging at all times and so when you are in the clique or with your same people you are finding your sense of belonging in that rather than in yourself first Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that but you have to find it in yourself first because then when you have that you can't be hurt or you can't Mm -hmm. be intimidated by anybody Mm -hmm. right and so that's the real work that I think that we're all invited to all the time because then right you're going to be confident no matter what and you're going to be able to talk to anyone no matter what because you don't need their approval anymore and so I would totally just encourage everybody to observe themselves in that deeper way when it comes to socializing even Mm -hmm. it's crazy to think that courage can really just be going up to someone and, and introducing yourself because we don't realize how brave that like that act of kindness is and so mm-hmm. I think even celebrating when you do something like that and and appreciating the things that you've done like throughout the day being like oh wow so I'm like good job for doing that and mm-hmm. patting yourself mm-hmm. on the back I think that makes you also feel more seen just by yourself even like you can see that you're doing something that you were scared to do and then it kind of changes the way you see each situation that you're walking into for sure I love that because right everything good that we want is on the other side of our comfort zone right Mm -hmm. and so it's like oh it's awkward uh it's uncomfortable if you want to have an awesome life there's going to be a lot of uncomfortable moments on the way and awkward moments along the way it just is a part of it so you could either stay small 
and not experience uncomfortable, awkward moments. Or you can play big and have a lot of them, but be totally okay with it, you mm-hmm. know? So it's it's choosing which battle that you want to have. And I love what you said, Sam, of celebrating each moment. And, like, it, courage is a habit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think for your long-term future, practicing that now, this year, this fall, in your classrooms where it feels like it doesn't matter, almost looking at it as your training ground, in a sense, to being someone who is like that. I don't know. It just, I don't know, maybe helps bring a, your bigger picture in mind. No, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I think the other thing that is really hard when you're going into a busy season like this is really staying balanced in all parts of your relationships, like not mm-hmm. only your school friends, but also your family at home and your family who lives in another state and the people you only see once a year and the people you play sports with. And mm-hmm. it's so easy to get caught up in what you're doing that it, you forget mm-hmm. to focus on celebrating them as well because that's a key part of being a friend. Mm. And so one thing I was talking to Sam about earlier was just kind of listing out all of the people that you you're or that are important to you in your life and then mm-hmm. sorting them out kind of into your circles. Like of course everyone's going to have their inner circle and those are just the people who you could call at any time of the day to come and help you out and you could text them and just tell them like that you see them you really recognize what they're doing they're like your family basically um and they may not be your blood family but your friends as well um and then your second circle kind of just being the people you see at school the people your teachers even Mm -hmm. um the cousins you visit once in a while the people you're close with but that it's not in a relationship where you are really tied together um or what's a better way to say that I don't know the second circle Mm. yeah yeah like you're close with them but it's not a call you at 3 a.m type person you know yes Mm -hmm. yeah they still impact you but not as not in a really personal way Mm -hmm. Um, and then your last circle kind of being acquaintances and people you want to just make sure you're staying connected with like your boss at work or you know past people from your life or just people you need to make sure you're catching up with as time goes on Um, And then I think it's really important to set aside time during the week where you can just text them or call them or send them a letter and just show them that you love them. It's especially important for that inner circle if you have not seen them in a long time. I I know that's really hard for me is to just remember like, oh, they're so important to me. Like, why am I not doing my part in the relationship? Because if if you want to keep that relationship, you need to keep the energy flowing by really loving loving them deeply Mm. yeah I feel like you can feel like a piece of you you don't feel complete until you have almost like contacted each of those people if that makes like sometimes I'll be thinking I'm like oh my gosh I haven't texted them in so long and once I do I feel so much better about it and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh maybe that was what was bothering me and I didn't even realize so the relationships really like they're a piece of your heart Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely important. And when you were talking about teachers, Eden, I want to talk about that more because I think teachers at school, I mean, they're the ones that are educating us for the future. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're literally our mentors throughout life. And so forming relationships with them, that's something I think I need to work on as a person. I kind of just show up to class and I raise my hand sometimes or I, you know, smile at the teacher. But how have you or you tailors like too because she's been through fully high school but how have you formed relationships with your teachers 
Yeah, I, let's see. I think just like teachers and or rather just like your friends, like you're going to be drawn to different people naturally, right? And same with teachers. So I don't think putting an expectation on yourself of like, oh, I got to be like, have a close connection with every teacher I have. Mm -hmm. Like that's not necessarily like the the game you're after but rather to really sense into hmm like I feel like I could have a really good connection with this teacher and almost defining for yourself like what you would want that to maybe look like whether it's just like a full-blown like I want you to be my mentor or someone that kind of just becomes your friend that you want to be close with like defining that for yourself and just like you would show up for your friends show up for your teachers especially this year they are exhausted and feeling the same things you do my mom has worked at a school and so I I know the whole behind the scenes and a lot of teachers and so like just you showing up and saying hi and doing something a little extra like will make their entire day I am not like exaggerating that at all and so I think just like with the friends point I was making earlier of like you have no idea in the future what these friendships are going to do and serve you. Same with teachers. I've had teachers in high school that I didn't even have. They heard of me through other teachers pay me at this point to do work for them. They've become my clients and they're still older than me and still teaching but for some of their other work. Or I've had, um, for Ruby stuff, we're connecting with teachers from high school. So I've been out of high school for a second now. And still those relationships are impacting what I'm trying to do today. And so I think just being intentional, just like you are with your friendships, is totally the way to go. Mm -hmm. And I, th I think, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sam. I was just going to say, and still respecting them as an adult. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, right, yeah. right now we are aren't adults yet so having those relationships but also being aware of the boundaries um between like allowing yourself to not be too I don't know how to word it but like let let them be the adult and let them teach and mm -hmm. respect them in that way as well so forming those connections but also being aware of kind of the way you're acting towards them and treating them I think mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think just also remembering, like, they have a huge life out of school. Like, school is not their entire yeah. life. Like, Sam and I, we were driving through a downtown the other day, <laughs> yeah. and we looked on the side of the road. There's some teachers out to dinner, and we were like, oh, my gosh, hi. What? So, like, they're really, they're living their lives, too. And like Taylor said, like, they, they have deep emotions as well um, mm. with each phase, and they're going through it with us. And I think the other big thing is really saying thank you and being grateful for the wisdom they have shared with you. I and mean, they, they're showing up every day to be there for students like us, like every single day. Um, and I think when you do it on your own, when it's not in an organized group thing that the school is putting on to say thank you to the teachers, I mean, that's great. But I think when you do it when it's unexpected, I think it can mean something even more, even if that's just an email or a note on their desk or just going up to them and saying, like, I really enjoyed how you talked about this in class yesterday. Like, that meant a lot to me. Like, that really spoke to me. Mm. I think that, I mean, that puts worth into what they're doing and encourages them yes. to keep going on with their passions because they've chosen teaching because it has really aligned with their heart. Mm. And I think relationships with teachers they aren't something you have to be constantly keeping up with after the grade, I think. I mean, saying hello occasionally, but even, I think, the way you impact them in that year stays with them. Like, we have mm -hmm. um, an 
intern admin this year and she was from our elementary school and I saw her a couple days ago and she was like oh my gosh and I like still remembered her and I gave her a big hug and I was like I can't believe like you remember me but it's just the little ways you impact people I mean I was what fourth grade but like you still Mm -hmm. just the way people remember you it's crazy and so I think that's just something to keep in mind like you will be remembered you don't realize Mm -hmm. it but someone will remember the impact you left on them so going through your day remembering that and keeping that in mind and letting that kind of guide the things you say and the actions that you take Mm -hmm. that makes me think of that Maya Angelou quote like people won't remember what you said or what you did but how you made them feel right that's little fourth grade Samantha (laughs) right you did that to somebody you know and made her feel valuable and what she was doing right she was probably a nervous intern you know showing up and like you made her feel important whether you know exactly how you were or not you know that that's we're right energy we're all energetic beings at all times we're sharing that and so I love that and I also love what you said too Eden I forgot exactly which point but or just the thank you practice Mm. of when you do that how much more fun is your school day going to be not just with teachers but people because you align with the energy of service right Mm. so you show up and you're not like what can I get today Mm. what do I need to do today it's like how can I serve today how can I love people today how fun is that to Mm. live every day Mm. (laughs) like just go love people that's really all it is and one other thing with the thank you thing it made me think of my best friend LaSalle and I we grew up dancing together and something like that was a practice and is a practice in most dance worlds is saying thank you to the teacher after class so it just became habitual like finish ballet class you don't necessarily have to go up to them but just kind of in passing like thank you Miss Terry thanks for class today what would happen if you did that to your math teacher and your English teacher every time like doesn't have to be a big deep thing every time but just thank you for class today. Mm. Oh my gosh. Instead of just packing up like, like as they're still talking and then rushing out the door, take a moment. Like the little things matter. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. those were some thoughts. I, other thoughts I had is you were all saying those really good things. For sure. I think it's not only teachers too. It's also other staff at the school because Mm. you're looking at the lunch ladies cleaning off your table after you left a ginormous mess. Like some kids at school, it's a little bit, you're like, what? Are you, it's awful. Yeah, it's like, what are you even doing? <laughs> um, but also just, like, the admin in the morning, like, saying saying good morning, saying mm-hmm. how are you today, like, how like how's everything going? And when you do find something that is important to them in their life, like, say they have kids, then you can go back and connect on how their kids are. How are, you, how are your kids doing today? Like, mm-hmm. then they know that you have heard them, and then that is how you build relationships is by hearing people and then responding and checking in on them with those things. I think it says a lot, especially in an environment like school. Yeah. And I think doing those things and you can like you thank the teachers and thank the people even if they're not your favorite or the way they teach isn't your favorite because mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't mean that you're being a fake person by like like thanking them. Like, I think that's just an act of gratitude and an act of kindness and it's not like you have to fully connect with that person then on a deeper level but just showing that like you said that they're seen and that what they do matters and is important even if it's not like your favorite person in the world just Mm -hmm. showing up and being present and being respectful Mm -hmm. yes I love too what you were saying Eden about like finding those connection points 
I've heard someone call it like anchor points. And I think this applies to friendships. This applies to all relationships. But especially as you're maybe meeting something new, like be a seeker of your anchor points, right? It also makes mm. me think of that quote of like, I, I don't know exactly what it says. It's really good though. But something like small minds talk about people, like big minds, they talk about things, right? So instead of just necessarily talking about each other, talking about other people, right? That's the smallest thing to talk about. Like what anchor points and topics do you have in common that both light you up? And mm. you probably have that with every single person in one thing, right? Like I think of even our friendships, like, right? We don't talk about everything on the map, but we have certain anchor points that we always come back to, right? And you have, if you reflect on all of your relationships, that's what's happening too. And so with your teachers, with your friends, seeking those anchor points and diving deep into those is where the magic is totally going to happen. For sure. Um, I think the last really big thing that we need to be conscious of going back into the year is comparison. And I know that we've talked about this a lot in other episodes, but it is going to be a transition where we're going to be around people a lot. And Mm. um, we really need to be recognizing in ourselves when we are comparing ourselves to other people and then recognizing why we are comparing. Because we've talked before, I think it was with Christine Arilo, about when your comparison voice comes on, it is usually recognizing something in someone else that your soul is really craving. Mm. And seeing Mm. something that they're doing um, that maybe you want for yourself. And that really can be flipped around to set goals for yourself, I think. rather than seeing them as someone you're jealous of it's sort of like someone to keep you accountable like some Mm. someone to keep your your mind growing and your your goals and what you want for yourself expanding as as you're meeting more people and um something that I had heard on a podcast a while ago is kind of recognizing what things your mind is just offering as a comparison that maybe you don't really actually care about like say they they gave an example of seeing a car on the street like a cool car and you're like oh my gosh that's a sweet car and you can then choose am I going to compare and say oh I wish I had that sweet car or am I just going to say okay that's a cool car like good for them so you can kind of you have that opportunity in yourself to go down the lane of comparison Mm. um, or you can just be confident in yourself and in what you have and let them just hold you accountable. And when you notice something that someone else is doing that you really admire, kind of just voicing that to them, making, turning, I guess, flipping the switch and complimenting them on that thing, because Mm -hmm. that will then make their day just a little bit better, and it'll make you feel good about yourself, because, like you said, you can kind of use that to hold you accountable, but then also you're giving someone a, a compliment that can really turn their day around. For sure. And seeing something in someone else also doesn't devalidate what you have to offer. Mm. Like if you see someone with a really cool outfit and you're like, okay, well, now mine looks lame. Mm. No. Did you feel good about yourself when you got up this morning and got dressed? Yes. So are you confident in yourself? Yes. And you can kind of learn to deflect that because you know that what you have to offer is still just as valuable and it still means the same amount I mean on the scale of things yeah the relationship with yourself is it needs to come first before you can then put it all into others and have that relationship with other people 
This is so good. I feel like everything that we've talked about can fall under this really small but powerful idea of just reframing, right? Because we're already socializing. We're already in relationships. Because everything we're talking about is very subtle. And it's in you to take ownership of yourself, to shift your perspective. And so it's first recognizing that you are that powerful to shift your mental perspective on something and then to take action from that place. Like that's all this is that we're talking about, which is so, so cool. And I hope serves as a way for everybody just to understand, again, just how powerful they really are. We hope you enjoyed the first part of our three-part series for Back to School. Next week, we're going to be talking a little bit about burnout and productivity and how to get your stuff done. This week, we focused again on social and on conversation and on building those relationships that really deeply mean something in your lives. And if something really spoke to you, we'd love it if you could share it with a friend, share it with some family, share it on social media, and tag us. Um, And we are just wishing you all the good things for this next season, and make sure to check us out next week. And this episode was produced by myself, and music is by Ethan McCullough and edited by Kat Smith. We love you all. We're so glad you tuned in today, and we'll see you next week. Stay ruby.